Welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of Men With Fear. I am Kingpin Chaos, and joining me once again this year, the one, the only, the amazing, astonishing Agent Andy Ant-Man Urquhart. How you doing, Agent? <laughs> doing good. You know, I was just bracing myself for the Hello Hells, and I was like, oh yeah, we do this on this show. <laughs> been a long time but yeah men with fear is back we could always bring back sexy sergeant no no no, she's dead she's dead (laughs) completely dead (laughs) she's never coming back uh so andy you've had a very long week and uh we we got a lot to get into here because we are going to start. Uh, this is uh, the beginning of season two of Daredevil, aka Men with Fear. We're going to go through the entire series this summer. Sometimes one episode, sometimes two. Kind of figure we'll figure it out as we go along when we're going to do the two uh, the two hour blocks. But um, right, uh, but. The idea is this should take us all the way up through the beginning of season four of Agents of Shield cast. Yes, but if Andy seems a little uh, low key tonight or out of it, the man has been a podcasting machine this week. If you're into video games or interactive entertainment, uh, you might know that this week was E3 in California. It's going on right now, and. Leading up to E3, all the publishers and then the hardware manufacturers like Sony and Microsoft and some of the bigger studios like Bethesda and EA all have uh, press conferences. Not only did Andy watch all the press conferences, Andy then went and did a show after each one discussing uh, what they saw, what they thought it meant for the industry, and it was all on all games. How many hours do you think you did, Andy? About 20? 
Yeah, probably about 20 hours of podcasting. Maybe, maybe slightly more than that. Wow. Because, <laughs> I mean, we did, like, about, what, about nine shows over the course of it? Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I got eight. Yeah, so there was eight pressers, plus we, me and Fred did one previous to those ones covering the pre-E3 streams, and then obviously 42 as well. So yeah, I think it was like nine, nine, ten shows. But yeah, about 20 hours, I was 20, 21 hours, something like that. A lot and, of content. And thank God you weren't doing this alone, because 20 hours of Andy would drive anybody insane. Uh, yeah, it would drive me insane as well, yeah. And it's <laughs> it's much more fun to do it with yeah. other people. So sh- shout out to, uh, to Fred and Ryan and SG from the online cast as well. And you had Derek show up for a few shows. Yep, Derek and yourself as well. And Yogi was in and out. Mm-hmm. And Jam and uh, Obi as well joined this year. Very, so, very busy. <laughs> so if you want to know anything about E3... Go to allgames.com. I don't know. They, they probably have them archived there. Or you can go. I know they're uh, available on the B-Team feed. Yeah, so they're all archived on all games as well as on the B-Team feed and on the 42 feed as well. So you can you can get all that stuff there. Don't worry, though. We won't put that into the Agents of Shieldcast feed. <laughs> no, we are not putting that into the Agents of Shieldcast feed. Uh. No. <laughs> if you do want to go and find that stuff, yeah. though, you can find it there. And like we said, uh, and there there are a couple things maybe we should touch on them quickly. And you saw a lot more than I did, and some of it was and was not mentioned on the B team last night. Uh, they did show a new Spider Man game. Uh, they fucked up his costume. <laughs> yeah, they announced a new Spider Man game coming exclusive for the PS4. It's made by Insomniac, who made Ratchet and Clank, and also um, Sunset Overdrive. Okay. Yeah. So quite quite excited for that. It's good good pedigree studio making making that one. Uh, I did like um, the Amazing Spider Man one, but not two, mm-hmm. which was the the last Spider Man game because and it was Amazing Spider Man two was absolutely abysmal, horrible game. But they have to fix his costume. Yeah. So the the costume that <laughs> that Chip's referring to is it's kind of the standard Spider Man costume. But the white but the spider massive, is white. <laughs> he's got a massive giant white spider logo on his chest, which is very jarring to look at. And I don't particularly like it, but that's the that's the one they're going with for his default by the looks of it. But if you recall any of the previous Spider Man games. He's always had like a wardrobe swap option so you can change his costume. They'll have that in this. I guarantee you there's a pre-order bonus that will give you like probably the movie suit Spider-Man. And I'll just pre-order it and I'll play through the entire game as that and I'll never see that white spider in the game. It was just weird. Um, <laughs> did we hear, I mean, I, we know Telltale was supposed to be coming out with a Marvel game. Maybe even based on the Defenders if rumors are to be believed. Uh did we hear anything about that there? Nope. Telltale is... I mean, Telltale is making a lot of games just now, but um, they are... Um, it's coming in 2017, supposedly. But, uh, yeah, they're kind of focusing on the Batman game first. So the Batman game is going to come up first. Okay. Uh, were there any other Marvel games mentioned that you were, you're aware of? Uh, there weren't any actual like more announcements or anything like that, but there was a little interview with uh, Jay Ong, who's the VP of Marvel Games. Okay. 
um, and he was basically saying that they're gonna <laughs> they're working harder to um, make better Marvel games now. Oh, I have an advert. Yeah, so basically they're working harder to make uh, better Marvel games. I mean, we we play uh, Puzzle Quest every day, pretty much. So <laughs> we know this. <laughs> I'm playing right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So that's about it for E3. But we have some other news as well this week. Why don't we do the news first, and then we'll get into uh, Daredevil season two, episode one. Yeah. Oh, Moon Knight is coming to Puzzle Quest. Is he? Yep. They announced that on, uh, I think it was today, I believe. Oh, wow. Uh, yesterday. Yesterday. Okay. Midnight's going to Puzzle Quest. It's probably starting this weekend. Yeah, most likely. But yeah, Midnight's cool. I like Midnight. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but we do have some other news, and we might as well touch on the Spider-Man things mm-hmm. first. Go for it. Okay, so Donald Glover has been cast in Spider-Man Homecoming. Now, who is Don? <coughs> Excuse me. Who is Donald Glover? Donald Glover is uh, he's he's a kind of upcoming African American actor. He was in uh, The Martian last year in The Martian. Um, what was the other one he was in? Was he not in Creed? I'm sure, he was in Creed. You got me. You, you know me. I don't let, know. Uh... Let let me fact let me fact check myself there. All right. Oh no, it's not not Creed at all. That's Michael B. Jordan. He's the Human Torch. Anyway, um, but I mean the kind of thing that's worth noting with this is that Michael uh, Michael B. Jordan. I'm getting myself all confused now. Donald Glover, right? Um, he was floated a few years ago, uh, to be to be cast as the new Spider-Man. I believe it was when Andrew Garfield was cast just before he was cast. Everyone was pitching for Donald Glover to be cast as Spider-Man and be the Miles Morales Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So it's cool that they finally got him into the uh, this universe, but it's very unlikely he's going to be a Spider-Man. No, I can't see us having two Spider-Mans here. Well, how, how did they resolve it in the comic book? Aren't both Spider-Mans in the Spider-Verse now? Are in the... 616 universe? Um, yes, they pulled they pulled the uh, <laughs> they pulled Miles out of the Ultimate Universe and have slapped him into the mainstream universe now, but um like in the in the Ultimate Universe that the, the uh, movie universe has kinda been going off of, it has been following kind of a loose version of the ultimate storyline. Mm-hmm. Loose ish with the elements of the six one six in there. And in that it's Peter Parker first and then he ends up actually dying in that and Miles takes over right but Miles at that point is like a 15 year old kid so unless they somehow like switch it around uh, I don't think he's going to be Spider-Man at all okay but I do have an article here which is from comicbookmovie.com which has a six six of the most likely characters that he's going to be playing. So we might as well speculate on that. So the first one is uh, Robbie Robertson. That would work. That would work very well. Yeah. So, I mean, we've got to see the Daily Bugle. It mm-hmm. would be... It's a definitely a good fit for his character, for his, uh, his acting chops, anyway. Um, they haven't said if he's going to be, like, a villain or a, or a supporting character or a good guy or how it's going to end up. Uh, but, yeah, the next one is the Jackal. Okay. So I don't. I hope he's not the jackal at all. <laughs> like I really want to see the jackal. Uh, the prowler. Prowler would work. 
Yeah. Isn't the pro I think the Prowler is it was Todd McFarlane's spawn prototype. It could be. I'm not too familiar with the Prowler, to be honest. I think that is. Because hmm. their costumes um, are very similar. Okay. And the next one is the Tinkerer. Yeah. I hope he's not the Tinkerer. <laughs> I mean, we've kind of got like the uh, the guy in uh, Daredevil who's like mm -hmm. kind of filling that role, making the the tech and oh, stuff. Guardian. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, the Scorpion. I suppose. Could be interesting. Um, I hope it's not that. And finally, someone new. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> someone new. I, I, like I didn't, I didn't read this article before. Yeah. Before I was like, oh, we'll just talk about this on the show. But yeah, someone new. And I mean, someone new. Like, I'd, you'd rather he was playing a, a actual character. But he could be like the teacher or something like that, because given his age, he's probably old enough to be a teacher. Could be. Because he's in like what he's mid to late twenties now. Yeah. And we know Spider Man's gonna be at high school, so you could have him playing like a cool teacher. Or like a guy that works at a lab, or like, like Robbie Robertson that's mm -hmm. that. I think he's gonna be in there somewhere like as a support character. I, I don't see them doing him as like a a hero type to support Spider Man because we've already got Tony Stark in there. You could see him working for Tony Stark, but is that Unless they're introducing him here to spin him out to something else, somewhere else. But I don't know if they'll do that. We'll see, though. Alright. What else we got? Uh, the other... I've got one or two other bits of news. Um, one of which is the uh, the rumoured slate for Phase 4 and 5. Oh, dear God. <laughs> which is going... That's only four only four years into the future it begins. It's not that long away. Alright, let's hear it. Okay, so this is... Obviously, this is with a pinch of salt. This is a rumour. But let, let's run through this because there's a, a small list here. So, Guardians of the Galaxy in 2020. Three. Okay. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Makes sense. Uh, Spider-Man coming of age in 2020. Yeah, alright. Uh, Doctor Strange 2 in 2020. That's three in one year, but okay. Well, they're, they've they're been starting to do that. do that a little bit, but all right. Yeah. Uh, Black Widow in 2021. Yeah. Right. By that time, Black Widow is maybe a bit old, I would say, but because I mean, you're five, that's five years away. Mm -hmm. um, Inhumans 2021. Okay. Black Panther 2 in 2021. Sure. Uh, Ant-Man 3 2021 as well. All right, so now now they're speculating that there's going to be three Marvels a year. Okay. Uh, the Winter Soldier in 2022. So getting his own movie. Mm -hmm. I, I'm a bit skeptical about, about that one. Because I can't see them calling the movie The Winter Soldier. Because we already had Captain America, the Winter Soldier. So I don't see that we'd have a Winter Soldier movie like that. All right, keep going. The New Avengers in 2022. 
that that makes complete sense to me. They should definitely do that. Yeah, that's three years. All right. Yep. Um, Nova in twenty twenty two. Okay, that would work. Yep, uh, I think that's a that's a smart call. Like, I'd really like to see the, a Nova movie. Um, Captain Marvel two in twenty twenty two. Okay. Century slash Spider Woman in twenty twenty three. Century. Mm, Sentry. I'd love to see a Sentry movie. Like, Sentry is a cool character. That's the guy that blows himself up in Puzzle Quest, right? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sentry is uh, is basically Marvel's Superman, mm. but he has uh, a kind of multiple personality disorder where half of him is uh, bad, basically. <laughs> and he has to keep the, keep the bad side down. It's called The Void. Very interesting, dynamic character, and uh, like where Superman is uninteresting, boring, and really undynamic. Sentry's uh, very interesting, and obviously Spider Woman. We we know I love Spider Woman, so I don't know if that if that is like the, a Sentry the, and Spider Man movie because yeah, I don't think that, works. that but, doesn't uh, work I think well. It, I think it's an or Sentry or oh, Spider Woman. Okay. <laughs> um, I've read a little bit of Sentry. He is an interesting character. Um, but he's a little esoteric for, uh, for my taste. Uh, Nova, like that. Winter Soldier, I like the character, but I don't think I, I want it, him to have his own movie. I just don't see that as being all that interesting. The, it, sorry, you said the Winter Soldier, yeah? Yeah. Yep. Um, I think it works if they make him Captain America. Like, that's the only way it works. To have his own movie. Yeah. Um, then uh, just a couple more to get through here. Inhumans 2, 2023. They got to actually get Inhumans 1 first, but all right. Yeah. Asking, I think that's putting the cart before the horse if you're yep. thinking about that one. Um, Spider-Man Greatness Awaits in 2023. Right. And finally, Doctor Strange 3 in 2023. Uh, again, same applies to Doctor Strange. They need to have, they need to, they don't really know how that's going to hit. So I don't know that they're necessarily, they would necessarily be planning for that straight away, but Spider-Man, the Spider-Man ones, I think, are a safe bet. Like, those are, I would say, are pretty much a lock for those years. Yeah, if everybody likes Spider-Douche, I mean, that you know, you still have that to deal with. Uh, that that movie's going to do gang, absolute gangbusters. Now, the the thing that's kind of weird about about this list, if this list is true, is that there's you've got no Iron Man, no Thor, no Captain America movies in there, no Hulk movies. Mm-hmm. So that's a entirely new roster of uh, characters you're going running with there, which uh, I think the I think the box office on these these types of movies will would be less than the uh, than those ones. Well. Yes, probably. I think a lot of these characters would be, get featured in Infinity War. Yep. And they're hoping that, uh, you know, they become the hot toys from uh, those movies, like the Nova figure. Um, who else was a new one in there that you had? Uh, Spider-Woman. Right, Spider-Woman, Sentry. Sentries. Uh, it's an interesting pick. I mean, it's not a character that I'm familiar with, so that's probably why I'm poo-pooing it a bit. Um, like I said, I've run into a little bit of him, but how do, how does that uh, how do they make a good movie out of that? 
Mm. That you know, that's my ma- that's my bigger concern. Uh, is it you know is it going to sell tickets? Um, let's see. Uh, what was it? I think you had one other new one. Um, Able Black Black Widow. Okay, well, yeah, and see, I don't consider that a new movie because she yeah. had the Winter Soldier. Um, I, I, it's an okay slate. I think I kind of, I'm kind of with you because you don't have any of the heavy hitters. It makes it a little. Uh, it makes it about light, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, you and have Avengers. No- yeah, there's one Avengers movie in there, so you, you're covered on that base. And the new Avengers, cool, that's fine by me. You I, you would imagine it will be like Spider-Man and and whoever else they, they squeeze into that, Ant-Man, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, who's the leader at that point? Like, out of that list of people, like, in this these phases here, like, who's the leader of, of the Avengers? Captain Marvel, maybe, is the only one that's, like, leader material? Little. Maybe if they make... Well, I don't see her as like being the leader. Um, maybe if they made uh, Winter Soldier, Captain America, then that would fit. Yeah, I, I think out of all those, you would either have to have Captain Marvel. And, you know, she hasn't even had her first movie. And you want to talk about giving her a second? It's like, hmm. Maybe. See, I'm, just, I'm just more okay with them doing that than... Uh, like Doctor Strange or uh, or Inhumans. I don't know why. <laughs> like I just think that that movie will hit harder because it's got that kind of Captain Marvel. It's like I think it's an easier sell to people just even the title and the premise of it. I don't know. Depends um, how they handle it. It depends on how they handle it. Um, also, kind of depends. On which Captain Marvel you're using, I mean, yes, I know you're using Carol Danvers, uh, mm-hmm. but, you know, Carol Danvers has been Ms. Marvel. I think she's been a few other names as well. Um, I, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, it'll be, I'm interested in the movie to an extent, but at the same time, I think, I think you're right. We're missing, um, we're, we're missing the big guy. Usually it's one new character and then one established franchise a year. Yeah, I mean, and they are kind of doing that still, but with with the three movie thing. But you're not, you've not got like those big established mm-hmm. characters. They're they're counting their established characters as like Spider Man, fair enough. But like the Winter Soldier and Ant Man and Black Panther and Black Widow and Doctor Strange and things like that. Like that's relying on the the lore list of, mm-hmm. of the uh, of the MCU which is kind of, I don't necessarily say it's worrying but like I'll see all the movies anyway but I would have liked to have seen uh, like Iron Man, Captain America, that sort of thing in there even if it's not the ones that we're currently, we currently have mm-hmm. if it does end up like this though, like they've they are shaking things up big style in uh, Infinity War and I think they will, but you know, there's certain. Ca- I mean, I would like to see. Okay, if you're not going to do Iron Man, do War Machine. If you're not doing yep. Captain America, do Falcon. Mm. Uh, I, I, you know, I just. Well, I think I, th- I think you do Falcap, but. Mm. 
True. But uh, and for those that don't know, Falcon becomes Captain America. Um, and some and it is kind of known as Falcap. Um, at least in the puzzle quest circles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I... Yeah, I mean, and that's fine, but the, I, I'd be more interested in a Falcap, a Hawkeye, a War Machine movie than I would a Winter Soldier. And Captain Marvel, I haven't even seen the first one yet. Don't tell me there's a second. <laughs> well, they, need, they, need, they do need to plan ahead a yeah. little bit for these sort of things. And like Guardians 2 was probably like at least penciled in before the Guardians even released. I think we have a couple of years, at least two, before they, probably three before they announce uh, Phase 4. And I think a lot of things could change between now and then. Mm. I mean, we've already seen the Inhumans slip, and mm. even their, like, even their Phase uh, 3 plan has shifted around significantly, because, I mean, they've introduced Spider-Man and fitted him in, and they introduced an, another Ant-Man movie, and Ant-Man did well. And what if you get the X-Men back? What if you get the Fantastic Four back? Hmm. It could also be that they're like this list has been floated out there as like a red herring type thing, and they're going to announce what's happening going forward at some point soon, like uh, Comic Con. Yeah, which would be cool. I don't know if they necessarily are. I don't know how, how much presence they plan on having this year. Uh, there actually there was an article. There they expect to be doing a panel. And oh. a Doctor Strange panel. Oh, nice. I don't know if they're so one like the a... same, but uh, yes, they're, they're Marvel will be at San Diego Comic-Con. So is this a full panel again yes. this year? Okay, yes. cool. Because remember, I think last year they skipped it, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. So good, good to see them going back in. So they, they must have something to say at least. So. And I always like those panels because they always do interesting things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, that's about all the news I think that I had. I, I don't remember if I sent you any other ones. That's enough. We're probably oh, doing um, two. Spider- we're probably doing two episodes this week anyway. So yeah, well, Anything Spider-Man, we missed? Spider-Man: Homecoming did add another another actor. Who's that? Uh, Kenneth Choi. All right. Do we know who he's? Pl- what has he done, and who is he playing? Okay, so they don't know. We don't know who's playing yet, but but the interesting thing about this casting is that he was already in the MCU. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Because yeah. he was in Captain America: The First Avenger as uh, one of the Helen Commandos. Right. And uh, and obviously, I believe he was also in Agents of Shield, and or or was Agent Carter? I can't remember which one it was. But he was in one of the Agent Car segments. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. So yeah, kind of cool that he's in there. Uh, he was also in like Sons of Anarchy and Wolf of Wall Street and stuff. He's a good actor. I very much doubt he'll be uh, reprising the role. It was a Jim Morita that he played. In, uh, like that, yeah. yeah. I very much doubt he'll be reprising that role. <laughs> he could be reprising. He could be like a descendant of that character, but probably not. 
but yeah, kind of interesting that they they're recasting or well, they're casting up someone that's already been in the MCU. So um, yeah, that was about about all the news. Okay. So why don't we get into uh, our first episode of Men Men with Fear for this season? Yes. So season two, episode one of Marvel's Daredevil, which of course is available on Netflix. You can go watch it just now. I recommend that you watch it before listening to the remainder of this podcast. Okay, now you've watched it. Uh, this episode's called <laughs> Bang. Bang! Uh, this <laughs> Bang! <laughs> uh, the, we see in this episode that Matt is now basically full-on Daredevil. Uh, we see him taking down some bank robbers. We see that Foggy is hungover. And he's a bit of a player now, apparently. <laughs> Um, Matt can't go drinking with him anymore because he's too busy stapling restraining orders to people's chests and doing his daredevil thing. We also see that uh, the law firm is now handling quite a few like different small cases, but they are basically getting paid in bananas and pie. <laughs> Which There's I nothing was wrong with funny. bananas and pie. Yeah, I mean, you can live on bananas and pie yeah. 100%. <laughs> And you may be, be eating it in a cardboard box, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the law firm is completely broke at this point, but at least they have each other. <laughs> uh, we, we also see some uh, shady Irish mobsters celebrating their successes and the fact that Wilson Fisk is in jail. Obviously a callback to what happened at the end of last season where Daredevil put Fisk in jail. Uh, also, we... Are reminded that the Russians are all dead, the and the, the, the yakuza and the Japanese folk are all gone. They've slinked back into the shadows. Uh, someone attacks them at this point and kills them all, bar one guy. Uh, and there is like this panning shot shows you all the destruction and death, and then this amusing Irish ring, Irish ditty ringtone. <laughs> yeah, what are the, is that a shanty? Uh, yeah, well, like I don't, maybe not shanty. I don't know if that's the the word for it. I, I, I call it ditty. Okay. <laughs> um, we also see Matt and Karen having some sparks mm-hmm. with it when uh, she's trying to teach him how to play pool, and he pretends to be bad because we know, he, like, he could he can sink that ball no problem. Uh, the survivor from the attack earlier, uh, whose name is Grotto, has a. Uh, track them down to ask them, ask them for their help and he basically wants to get into witness protection. We also see the uh, cops including Brett who is a returning character from last season and also from Jessica Jones. And Inve- These guys investigate the massacre and we see a really cool panning shot through a hole in a dude's stomach which is pretty gruesome. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of intense. Yep. And we also see that one guy is missing a hand we get the the immortal line, trust us, we're lawyers from Foggy as well, which which is is classic. And uh, Daredevil, uh, sorry, Matt overhears that the morgue is full, uh, worse than what happened to the Dogs of Hell last week. And now the Dogs of Hell, do you remember them, Chip? Were they in last season? No, but they were in Agents of Shield. Were they? Yeah, so if you remember back to the episode with Sif and Lorelai, okay, when All there right, was like yep. the bike, the yeah, the biker gang that she had under 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 her control, Lorelai, uh, she this was the dogs of hell, so the same biker gang, obviously a different uh, 
chapter. Different brand, yeah, different chapter of it, but same uh, same patches and everything. So quite mm-hmm. cool to see that like connection there. And uh, Matt also mentions that the Daredevil suit is not underwear. <laughs> He's not running about in his pajamas anymore. Because underwear is comfortable. <laughs> yep. And apparently the suit isn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Grotto has been taken to the hospital because he is badly injured, but uh, Karen has smartly renamed him Steve Schaefer uh, to keep him off the grid, and she pretends to be his wife as well. I like this scene with Karen, um, especially where she says, "Well, I'm the best thing you got, sweetheart." Yep. It was just, it was just, it was just good acting, I guess. Yeah, and it was quite funny, like when she's like playing the role of his wife, and she's like. Stop that! Get back out of bed. <laughs> Quite funny. I mean, she's she's a good character, mm-hmm. Karen. Actually, um, we see Daredevil interrupting uh, Turk's gun deal to get inf- information about the massacre. Now Turk again is a returning character from last season, and he's a he is a Marvel character. I forget what is. Uh, isn't he stilt man? I think he's stilt man. I, th- I think you're right. I'm sure he. I think he is stilt man. I think you're right. And obviously, we've seen the stilts um, in the 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 gladiators, uh, Melvin's uh, little armory. Mm-hmm. We've seen the stilts; they're there. So it's only a matter of time before he gets those stilts. And I don't know. Uh, maybe that's a bit ridiculous for uh, for this show because this show's fairly grounded. And if you start bringing in like stilt man, like proper, maybe a bit silly. But we'll see if that happens. Okay, you have a guy running around in red leather underwear. Very true, yes, very true. <laughs> um, Turk uh, tells him that a guy in Rikers told him that it's all this is something to do with Fisk. Um, he does, basically, because f- with Fisk no longer being around, there is a massive vacuum in crime and drugs and whatnot. So there's other people moving in to try and take over all the things that Fisk left behind. Uh, he does give Daredevil the information about the cartels bringing in heavy munitions. Then uh, Daredevil throws his keys into the river, which was pretty amusing. Hey, he could have arrested him. Could have tied <laughs> he could him up have. and had the cops come get him. Yeah, well, I mean, he did like he did say, "Oh, please, like talk, did say, like please don't arrest me and all that." And he's like, "You know, I'll be out in like a month anyway." And Daredevil just punches him in the face, and he's like, "Well, I'll see you then." So, uh, mm. do you think he just like knocked him out, called the cops, and maybe left them for to be picked up? I kind of think they they did that, but. We'll, we'll see as the season goes on if that's if that pans out or not. If if we see him again, uh, like I, I honestly can't remember because I've seen all of I have seen all of this right. So, mm-hmm. but I can't remember a lot of what happened. So it's kind of interesting watching it through again. And it's, it's it's good. It's like watching it again for the first time because it's been a while since I watched mm-hmm. it. It's good. Um, we see Foggy going to meet his pal Schmidty, who is one of the dogs of hell. Yeah, the dogs hate lawyers. And we do find out, and amongst us, that Schmitty is dead. He was killed by a new crew of hard hitters while on a run, and his whole crew was killed and just left by the roadside. Uh, the biker, however, does let him go because he helped a guy called Pope. I don't remember Pope from last season. I don't. I don't think it was uh, anything we saw. No. So it's something that happened off screen, but apparently he was like a biker guy. That this guy knew, so he, this guy lets him go. Uh, Daredevil finds um, some empty heavy weapons cases and dead guys on meat hooks at a meat factory uh, based obviously on uh, Turk's intel 
Uh, one guy, however, is still alive, even though he's hooked up on a meat hook, and he does tell Daredevil that it was one man who uh, who did all this. And obviously, that's telling us that it was one man that did all the <laughs> all the other massacres as well. Uh, then we see a lone gunman enter the hospital. He disarms a security guard and throws his gun in the bin. Pretty awesomely. He does not kill this uh, security guard, though it's worth noting that. He just knocks him out and throws his gun away in the bin. Uh, It was very cool to see that. Very cool. I was, I mean, it, it was okay. I wasn't blown away by it like you are, but all right. Yeah, I mean, it, it was just a way like to announce himself as coming in. Uh, just when he walks in, he's like boom, 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 boom. Ah, <laughs> it was so badass. Um, Karen and Grotto flee, and we see that Karen has Ben's old car, and obviously Ben, that's Ben Urich from last season. Mm. Uh, Dare, Daredevil does manage to stop the shooter from sniping Grotto just as they escape and we see a pretty awesome fight between Daredevil and this uh, lone gunman guy it was kind of it, it was like a kind of brawling fight with a bit of wrestling and stuff thrown in kind mm. of like a U- UFC fight almost <laughs> <laughs> I'll take <laughs> your word for like. it I don't watch yeah. UFC but okay yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't either. But for the, the little bits and pieces that I've seen, it was kind of like this. Okay. But yeah, the uh, the gunman eventually ends up shooting Daredevil, and he falls off a ledge. Bang! And I think I wrapped it up in like five minutes. I'm impressed. Like I, said, I did, I did, I did try to go a lot lighter on these ones because I know that uh, last season. I did go very heavy on on all the bits and pieces, and there was a lot of dialogue and stuff to go into. But yeah, I I, I want to go more, like well, less plot heavy in, in that, and just discuss like the things that we saw in in the episodes that were that were cool and that we liked, mm-hmm. and kind of go around about them. Um, I think you kind of glossed over the to an extent the the massacre uh, of the Irish mob. For for sure I did yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like I'm basically given like a, a kind of light plot overview there and then we can dive into any other bits that you think are 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 cool so the, yeah that scene was was pretty cool because you're like yeah this is them setting up the bad guys this season all these uh, Irish mobster guys and we're gonna be like taking them down in the courts by day and then Daryl was gonna be battling them at night <laughs> but uh, yeah we have. Uh all of a sudden, the Punisher shows up. We you don't really see him, and he takes out the entire. I mean, this is this is a great gunfight. Hmm. It's like twelve guys against one. Absolutely. I mean, you don't you don't even see him at no. all. Though, like the the Punisher, and they don't refer to him at all. Is that in this this first episode? And like, obviously, he has the the lone gunman that comes out of the hospital at the end there, and it's. It is kind of near the end of the episode when you find out that it's just one guy that's been perpetrating this. So when you look back at it and go, holy shit, that was one guy that killed like these, what, probably like 10, 12 guys, something like that. Something like all that. By, all by himself without without dying himself in the process. Like that, that's badass. As far as we know, he didn't even get hit. No, no I mean, he there wasn't any like uh, Punisher bloodline about there, so... So, um, what else? 
is worth. I, I, I thought Karen, I thought, I, I think Karen is going to have an interesting story this season. And granted, you've seen the whole thing and I haven't. Um, so I'm going to be the one uh, playing dumb and Andy's going to be the one knowing all the answers this season again. Um <laughs> To a certain extent, yeah, mm. but like I say, I mean, it's been a few months since I watched it, and mm. I, I did only watch those episodes one time, mm. <laughs> whereas like with S.H.I.E.L.D. and that, we're watch, we watch them twice before we do the show, so that mm. so that we know what, exactly what's going on in that, so it's not as, definitely not as fresh in my mind as like, is that show, and not, not as ingrained, I would say. But, uh, so, and you know, we have... We have a lot to deal with. Obviously, Karen is still feeling a lot of guilt over what happened last season with uh, Fisk's right-hand man. I can't even remember his name now. but uh... Oh, um, yes, Wesley. Wesley. Wesley, yeah. Yep. She killed Wesley. That's mm-hmm. that, that was what happened, wasn't it? Yep. So uh, you can tell she's still feeling guilty about that. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the law firm. I think. Yeah, because I mean, at this point, they're taking essentially on like goodwill cases and a mm-hmm. lot of freebies. So they and I mean, it does happen. They do have this conversation when uh, this guy Grohl comes to them and asks them like to help him. And he's like, and Matt's like, yeah, we don't really defend criminals. And the guy's like, "Oh, please! Um, I'm I'm going to be a reformed criminal now. <laughs> I want I just want a second chance, and I'll pay. I, I I can only just cover your retainer fee, or like your fee. And you can see their kind of wheels going. Okay, well, this sounds just about like grey enough for us to take on. But and it is paying, so you can see them going. Yeah, we'll keep the lights on with this." I gotta do something, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. I mean, yes. You, like, like we said, you can't survive in bananas and pie, but you can't keep the lights on with those. Nope. Um. What else? What else? Th- this was just, I guess, the season premiere. I mean, I, I, I can't say I was blown away by almost anything in the episode, and that's that's not a dig. That's just, um, it's. It was a very rudimentary setup episode. It was like it was laying a lot of seeds for things to go forward, like uh, like introducing the uh, the Punisher. Mm-hmm. It's basically showing you how badass the Punisher was, because I mean they did set it up through the whole episode as going like this new army is on on the scene with like their high tech weapons and being able to shoot through like high-tech Kevlar armor and it comes out the back of the Kevlar armor and everything so they're, they're kind of setting all that up of like how badass this army is and then they go oh shit it's just one guy and like then that comes down to being how fucking badass is this one guy yeah I think uh, but I I think one of the issues might be uh, this is a Netflix show people usually don't watch just one episode you know, I mean, the binge watching uh, is a is a Netflix created phenomena. Yep, and I mean, like this particular episode ends on an absolute cliffhanger mm-hmm. where, like, Daredevil is shot in the head, <laughs> and you're like, "Well, fuck, uh, what what happens now?" <laughs> 
So I mean, it, it's it's clearly it's clearly kind of designed and written that way mm-hmm. because of the format of the show. Like they did drop all the episodes at one like on at the same time. It's clearly designed so that you watch this episode and then you go both straight into the next episode because you're like, wow, I need to see what happened because it does end on like that massive cliffhanger. And I mean, like Punisher in this, I thought the introduction for him was cool, like setting him up as like this one guy killing all these kind of all all these shady characters, mm-hmm. and then showing him fighting Daredevil and whatnot. And he only says one word in this whole episode, and it's just bang. <laughs> I didn't even pick up on that, but okay. Um, yeah, I mean that's the only thing he said. <laughs> so. Uh, Overall, I mean, I, I don't know. Is there anything else worth uh, mentioning in this episode? Uh, I, I mean, I just, um, it's hard to get back was... in the, the <laughs> swing of this show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it was cool to see uh, Brett come back again, like from uh, from Jessica Jones and from uh, and from last season as well. Cool to see him back. Still, still a beat cop. hasn't hasn't mm-hmm. progressed up the ranks anyway. Well, you would think these are kind of these shows would might might be running almost concurrently. You know, uh, Daredevil's having his adventure while Jessica Jones is dealing with the Purple Man. I I do I believe that this takes place after Jessica Jones finishes. Okay, I believe I'm not a hundred percent on that, but I, I think that that is is the case. And, and we'll, yeah, okay. yeah. I can't say anymore. Okay. <laughs> I can't say anymore about that than, than that. But I believe that this is after uh, after that all happens. But yeah, um, it was quite a good opener. Um, I think that they've done away with a lot of the like exposition stuff from last season because it was. Mm. If you think back to like the first season, especially in the earlier episodes, there's a lot of talking, a lot of exposition, and this one is much lighter in, in tone, I would say. Especially, like, this first episode is lighter in tone, but then they've gone over the top, even with the, the violence and the gore. Like, I mean, having that camera pan through a guy's stomach like that <laughs> is pretty extreme, you know? That seems to have uh, hit a note with you, Andy. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, I, I mean, I to- I'd totally forgotten about that, and I was like, wow, holy shit. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I even realized that that's what it, what's that's what was happening the first time I watched this. But yeah, uh, pr- pretty cool. Um, obviously, uh, murder is never never cool. <laughs> but the Punisher is just killing bad people when we do see that, like where he's killed all the bad, like the, these bad Irish gangsters and the uh, the bad bikers. But I mean, they didn't seem that bad when we saw them all just hanging out at their bar. They're just, they're just chilling, hanging out. But... I assume that the the other ones were mass murdering people as well, or <laughs> well, it, I mean, they might be trafficking illegal goods, stolen Drugs, goods, yeah. yeah, things like that. Uh, you know, there was the truck that uh, uh, Pope or S- Smitty was uh, part of, where the you know yep. they were taken out. Uh, we and it didn't sound like they were, uh, you know, it wasn't a truck full full of puppies and flowers. <laughs> no, no, probably. I, I, I'm gonna guess it was probably drugs. You know, maybe if it was stolen if, puppies and flowers. 
Yeah, yeah. Maybe they were liberating them. Um, we we did see as well that um, just to pitch the uh, these uh, Irish guys as really bad guys, they were obviously having some sort of dog fighting ring as well because we did see like a an injured dog in amongst that too, where the guy was criticizing them, the dog for not being uh, brutal enough. And we did see that the dog was like all covered in blood and that. So it's like a wee, oh, poor dog. Didn't see what happened to the dog either. He was, uh, Daredevil came up on him when he walked through the club. So the dog survived the, the bloodbath. Okay. That's good. So yeah, the Punisher is friend to dogs. Four to uh, bad Irish gangsters. So, um, I don't think I was as thrilled with this episode as you were. I mean, that, that's fair. Um, I mean, yeah, what, what, what did what did you not like about it? Well, I, it, it wasn't that I didn't like anything. I just didn't love anything. I think is the way to mm. put it. Um, it wasn't a bad episode. Uh, but it's very much a season premiere episode where you're kind of just setting things up. Uh, you're introducing some new characters, some new elements, uh, but nothing is fleshed out. Hmm. Um, it, you kind of get a feel of where you think the show may be going this season, but they don't just come out and say it either. No, no, I do, I do kind of agree with that, and and like I say, it's, it is because of the way the Netflix mm. does it. You're definitely supposed to just go bang, hit X, and or hit play on the next episode and watch the next episode straight after this. I see what you're watching Netflix on. Um, <laughs> well, it, it, I watched. I actually watched this episode tonight on my PC. <laughs> However, because of the interconnected things, I did unlock an achievement <laughs> for watching Netflix 14 days in a row. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was weird. I was watching, I watched the E3 presser on Twitch on the, the Xbox, yep. or the, the, Microsoft, the Microsoft presser. Um, <laughs> I earned an achievement for watching an hour of Twitch. Nice. <laughs> so. But, uh, yeah, uh, you know, I, obviously I'm in for the season. I'm going to watch them all. But, and maybe it's because I've already seen episode two. But, like I said, I, I, when, I, when I saw it, I was kind of ill and just kind of in and out as, uh, watching it because it was the day we got home from our vacation and I was still sick. Um so it was kind of like watching it again for the first time for me. And I just wasn't, I, I, I didn't feel the need to jump right into episode two. Okay. But, but uh, it's, I, I think, I think it's going to do what uh, the original, I mean, but I wasn't thrilled with the first episode of uh, season one of Daredevil. And I think no, it's... It, it was a slow burn, season one. It was a very slow burn. Well, it took to about episode three three or four to start really picking up. And I'm going to guess that they, it follows kind of the same pattern this season. You can just stay silent on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I say nothing. 
But yeah, it was a decent opener. Um, they kind of like showed their tone for this season. A lot more, a lot more guns in uh, in this episode than we saw probably in the whole of last season. And obviously, Daredevil doesn't have a gun, so it's kind of interesting to see how he's going to combat that. Well, that's not true. That the the Fisk's army had a lot of guns in the season finale last year. It, true, true, true. But I mean, like there wasn't as many guns at the start of the season, no. shall we say? Not okay. nothing like this. <laughs> All right. So, but yeah, well, uh, like I said, I I am interested and looking forward to episode two, and hopefully, I'm going to do that in the next couple of days. So, and then you and I will get back, and we're going to record early this week because I will not be here for our regular recording time. But that shouldn't affect our listeners at all. Unless we can't agree on a time and then, well, you're all screwed. <laughs> because I leave Tuesday and I won't be back till Sunday. <laughs> but, all right. Uh, I don't think we have any tweets. But if you're watching the show with us, if you're listening to this show with us, and you have thoughts on Daredevil, try and keep them to either the episode we just reviewed or the next one that we are going to review, because I really don't want you guys to spoil this uh, series for me. Um, <laughs> and we will read them on the air. You can also go leave us a review over on iTunes, uh, and we will read those on the air, good, bad, or indifferent. You can talk, you know, whether you mention Men With Fear or Jessica uh, Jones in for Whiskey, I can never remember the name of that uh, podcast. <laughs> Uh, or even Agent Carter, even the late lamented Agent Carter, or even Marvel's Agent of Shield. Leave us messages; we will read them on the air because we do usually have a section for tweets and uh, all that stuff. I don't think we have any, do we? It's been a while uh, since we, you and I did this. We did get one that uh, I wanted to mention from uh, James Warren. Okay, where uh, there's apparently a petition going on. Uh, about Spider-Man, uh, sorry, about Spider-Man's dub in uh, Captain America: Civil War, because apparently he sounds like a ten-year-old. This is in Russia. Yeah, Spider Douche. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. But me and the Ruskies, we're gonna have some vodka <laughs> and boycott Civil War. I didn't mind Spider-Man in it. I thought he was totally fine. Spider douche. <laughs> Do you hear like a little squeaking or something? Yeah, that is that's the hamster okay. squeaking away <laughs> in his wheel. He he like he likes to interrupt my podcast. He's not banging tonight at least. You now share, share your recording studio with a hamster. Yeah, right. Well, right now I do because my recording studio is not ready yet. So okay. as soon as I have the recording studio ready. I will be uh, many times less echoey and many times less hamster squeaking. I don't mind. Uh, you really don't echo, but the, the hamster wheel uh, has got to go. <laughs> so, all right. Anything else, Andy, or should we wrap this up? Yeah, I don't think there's anything else. Um, like, like I say, did enjoy. I enjoyed the episode, and uh, first time round watching it, I immediately had to press press X and watch the next episode. All right. Well, uh, Andy, when you're not running on a hamster wheel, where can people find you? 
<laughs> people can find me uh, trying to make Ali run as the wheel every Tuesday uh, on 42 Level 1. We broadcast live 4.30 Eastern, 1.30 Pacific, 9.30 Greenwich Mean Time on allgames.com. And um, you, yeah, we talk movies, TV shows, comic books, and video games. This week's episode was a four-hour E3 spectacular featuring uh, Jam Elias from uh, Gaming History 101. Right. Uh, uh, Allie reached out to see if I could be on next week's show, and that's literally, I'm literally leaving for the airport around the time you guys start. But um, <laughs> A, I will come on 42 sometime this summer, and B, maybe what I can do is once I get through airport security, I can phone in uh, from from the airport for a little Sweet. bit. Oh. So. All right. Uh, you can find me every Tuesday night as well on the B Team podcast. We are on 9 p.m. Eastern. We talk games. We talk tech. We talk some TV and movies from time to time. And we just have uh, a good time. And usually our shows aren't four hours long. <laughs> this week was E3. We had a special guest join us, one of the original hosts of the B Team. Uh, Chris Gadgetman007 was back. Oh sweet! I thought he might be back this week. I don't know. I I did. I said that on forty two. I was like, Gadget Man might be there, <laughs> and he was. <laughs> oh, I we're, ho- it. we're hoping to get him on a, a few more times this summer. He, a he crazy anti theory that came true. Yeah. <laughs> we, we we've been even referring to them as crazy anti theories on the B team lately. Um, yeah, that's a deal. That. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, check check it out. Uh, we have a good time. Uh, also, this show airs on allgames.com every Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. If for some reason you wanted to listen to it semi, semi-live with a great chat going on as well, check it out there. Uh, I guess we're done. Yeah. Uh, did, did under I an ha- hour. Huh? Like I said, under an hour, like right, I said. nice. <laughs> so, um, I don't care if you're the ones uh, chasing a giant hamster wheel. Whatever you do, don't touch Lola. Night, guys. <laughs>